Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maddoxburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience.
Oh, you can do better. Why are you tired? Oh. <laughs> you're excited. You're in church. Where else would you be? Analyze. <laughs> wow. It's testimony time. We love testimonies because it encourages us, it edifies us, and it comforts us as well. I'd like to welcome our sister Abby to give us a testimony. Yeah. <laughs> I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus. My name is Abigail. I'm from Apache. Um, I just want to give God the glory and honor. Firstly, for my life. Well, I didn't start the year in a good and a positive way, but I know that the greater the circumstances, the greater the blessing. And um, I just want to share a small testimony that uh, God has done. Well, um, in my mother's side, okay, we only know our auntie, my mother's sister, but we knew that there were some kids of my grand, my our uncles that... Um, they were, I don't know, they went where, they scattered everywhere. So as we grew, we never knew them like physically like this. So um, last week, I think I went to my auntie to see her. And then when I got there, I'll just make it quick and short. When I saw her, okay, before, uh, I tried to write for Ukumbulekaya to find my granny's children. Because she only had my mother and my mother has passed on. And the auntie, when she was sick. And then I took it to my auntie, but then at no avail, and I did not find them. So I just let it like that. So as we go along, then keep on praying that one day maybe God will remember them, and they will remember their mother. Then after that, last week I went to see my auntie. When I got there just to see them, they say, how? Guess what? I said, what? They said, our brother, my mother's child, firstborn, came. I said, who is that? said, your uncle, you don't know him. He came from nowhere. He said he was looking for us. He's been trying to get hold of us, but he never know Avel. So he went where they used to stay, and then they told him, no, my auntie was staying in another place in Mandestin. So that's how they got in, and he left the number. Then also, when, when and then when I uh, asked my auntie for the number, and I phoned him, he said, thank God, because also I've been looking for you. I heard about you all. I don't know you all. I heard my sister is passed on, my mother is passed on. I don't even know they are grave. I need to meet with you all. So today, even morning again, he called us. So I just want to thank God that finally he touched my grandchildren, our uncle, that we thought we never had that we thought they, maybe they died somewhere, but by God's grace, he brought them back home and we will meet them. Thank you. Wow. Wow. In Psalm 68 verse 6, it says that God settled the solitary in families. You know, it's not good to be alone. So I think she did the right thing, trying to look for the uncle. And by God's grace, God knows that we, we, we belong to a family, a family unit, and God created that. So we just want to give glory to God that she's found her uncle and they can be a family unit again. Oh, you can do better. Give a round of applause unto God. Amen. Well, welcome our sister Madeline to give us another song.
is upon the man of God. He is anointed to preach the word.
this morning and ask him to speak to you. We are beginning a new year, a new era, a new season, and you want to pray that God himself will guide you and lead you by his word into the season which we find ourselves. Lift your voice, just speak to God wherever you are. Speak to God. Pray for the grace, pray for the strength to go through the year, to go through the year victoriously, to go through the year achieving the things that you have planned to achieve and the things that he has prepared for us to achieve. We give you glory, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you praise, we thank you, we bless you. Lord, as we begin a new year, let your grace be upon us. Grant us the wisdom, grant us the strength, the strength to endure through to the end, the wisdom to navigate our way through the years into where you want us to be, Lord. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you. We give you glory, we give you praise, we give you glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we bless you. We give you praise. Thank you for another year. Thank you for a year heavy laden with victories for your children. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, fill everyone under the sound of my voice. Bring us to the place where you want us to be. Let us look back at the end of the year with gratitude in our hearts of your goodness and how far you have brought us. We thank you as we come before your word. Humble us. 
work on our hearts. Let your word have impact on our lives. Mix your word with faith, with miracles, with signs, and with wonders. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Say a louder, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Miracle worker. You're a miracle worker. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. So then you can start. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Miracle worker. You're a miracle. This year your life will be littered with miracles. A miracle today. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is Father, let our lives be filled with your miracles in 2019 in Jesus' name. Amen. Please sit down. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. The Bible says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Christ Jesus. I'm surprised you don't know this scripture because this is the scripture of the week. Did we do it? It says, thanks be to God who, who gives us the victory. In Christ or through Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. So as the year is a year of victories, how are we going to have the victories? We are going to have our victories through Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. You are going to be victorious not through Sangoma. You are not going to be victorious through your grandmother. You are not going to be victorious through your boss. You are going to be victorious through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. What is the key ingredient we need for this year so that we can enjoy this victory? Very simple. Short message and we are done. What is that key? What do I need to enjoy these series of victories through Christ Jesus? The answer is simple. Faith. Hallelujah. The answer is simple. It is what? Faith. First John 5, 4, the Bible says that whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. This scripture is simple and clear. It says that anything, anyone that is born of God overcomes the world. To have victory is to overcome. Or victory, to be victorious means to overcome. To defeat. This year you will defeat your enemy. To defeat your enemy. To overcome your enemy. And it says 
anything that is born of God or whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. Then he explains, he says, this is the victory that overcomes the world. This is what overcomes the world. Then he gives the answer, faith, our faith. I'm so glad that the key that we need for victory this year is faith and not anything else. If it was education or matric results, it would be very bizarre. Please don't be tired of hearing about the matric. It's the latest thing in town until something else comes up. Do you get it? Yeah. Look, matric is perhaps your most important exam in your life. I'm so sad that for us here in South Africa, it's the first major exam we write. So you are determining your life in the first major exam you write. It's the f- we should have had maybe about three or so national exams so that it prepares you for matric. Because you get there and then you are just surprised that look, this exam is going to determine whether I'm ever going to drive a car or walk forever. And it's the first time you are writing such an exam. It's unfortunate. So those of you who have now just jumped into grade 12, take it from me. Matric is not easy. No, 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 no. You can't be wearing Brazilian hair, changing Brazilian, Ethiopian, Moroccan, Jamaican, and then you go and write physics and you pass. No, 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 no. You have to start till you are going bald. Yeah. And I think that those of you who have gone to school before also, you should help the others. Do you get Even before they choose their courses. You see people doing science, they don't have the capacity for science. Let, let, me, let me break down the courses to you in the simplest form. If you are the read and remember type, you have to do arts. Read and remember. When you read, you can read. It's not like, it's your strength. That is how I remember the scriptures. If I decide to be reading from the Bible, I'll make more mistakes. So I rather keep it in my head. I use my strength. That's all. It's as simple as that. Do you get it? So if you are the read and remember type, because a lot of people doing science cannot do art. They cannot. They will be bored out of their minds. They can't even understand. They can't even remember. All you have to do, they say 1942, this thing happened. You remember. It's simple. The day you are asked what happened in 1942, then you start to write. It's as simple. So if you are the read and remember type, you do arts. You do law, all these things. If you are the one who can read things, and analyze it. You do business. You read, you analyze, you take a decision, you do business. And if you are the type who knows how to figure things out, complex things, then you are figuring them out. That's when you do science. It's as simple as that. So you have to know what your strengths are. And a lot of you must make time to talk to the younger ones, those who are now doing grade 8, grade 9, so that they can choose their courses well. You see somebody doing accounting and physics. 
What are you going to do with account? What type of combination is that? Are you going to be an accountant and a physicist or what? How? You can't do both. Yeah. Or you work at NASA as an accountant. How? No, it's possible, but you don't need physics to work as an accountant at NASA. Back to what we're saying. So I'm glad that the key we need is not matric. If it was matric, then many people cannot qualify. I'm glad that the key we need is not money. It's not money. If it was money, I mean, not a lot of us have money. I'm glad it has nothing to do with your uh, cultural background or anything, but it's just faith. Because as for faith, everybody can have faith. Everybody can have faith. What is faith? The Bible says in Hebrews 11, wonder, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, by which the, the elders received a good report. It says, faith is your ability to believe in the thing, believe that the things you are hoping for will come to pass. Just believe it. You are believing that you go to the university, believe that it will come to pass. You are believing that this year you buy a house, believe that it will come to pass. You are believing that this year you get a job, believe that it will come to pass. You are hoping that this year you get married, believe that it will come to pass. That is faith. And your faith is the evidence to you of what you can see. Evidence is what can be seen. What can be seen. So, what you use to prove that your thing will come to pass is your faith. Your faith. And if this year you can operate faith, believe you me, you're sincerely. You are going to see victory in so many areas. That you were you 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 will, you will be amazed. Hallelujah! Bible says the just or the righteous man shall live by faith. So it's your faith that keeps you going. Hallelujah! I want to share with you four different areas or five areas that you should expect victories in. Quickly, and then we close. Number one: expect to have victory over the world. Expect victories. Over the world. Whatsoever is born of God has victory over the world. First John 5 4. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. First John 4 4, the Bible says that ye are of God little children, for great, and ye have overcome them. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He says, you have faith, you overcome. Anything that is born of God overcomes the world. You must overcome the world. What is the world? The world is the influence around you. It's the influence around you. If you live in America, you come under a certain type of influence. A certain type of influence. If you live in South Africa, you also come under a certain type of... Just as you have the American dream, we have the South African dream. You 
also come under a certain type of influence if you live in South Africa. I mean, you've gone to school in South Africa, you have graduated, you're under a certain influence. As, as a young man in South Africa, everybody is sleeping with everybody. So your wealth forces you to also do the same. So if you are different, you look odd. Your friends look at you, you look very chaotic. Like, who's this guy? Wow. You are weird. Are you okay? Are you, are you straight or you are kept? I'm narrow. I, you don't drink, you don't smoke. Is, is, is everything okay with you? Did you fall down as a child or as a baby? It's like, yeah. So what if you don't drink, you don't smoke? So what do you do? What do you do for fun? These are the questions that will be going around you. You're on campus. Everybody has a blesser. Look, I've been going on university campus. They took me to a place. They said they showed me. This is where the blessers come. Blesser lane. And they come there. They told me the days that they come there. You think they are coming to buy food at Nando's. They are lying. So when you pass there, you say, oh, Nando's is very busy. It's not true. The campus is busy. (laughs) Somebody say amen. Yeah. So you are under pressure. One of the pressures around here in South Africa is borrowing. Everybody owes everybody. You owe NetBank. You owe Pep Price for Chini. You even owe my friend. My friend. You know my friend most. Yeah, my, my friend is. You don't know my friend. <laughs> I'll show you my friend. You see the people who sell the things in the, the corner shops. What do you call them here? Tax shop. They're small shops. Friend. Isn't it my friend? And they are pretending like they don't know my friend. You owe my friend. My friend has a book. Three choir. Your name is inside. This year may you overcome that problem. You are a teenage girl. Every teenage girl is getting pregnant. You have to overcome that one also. Yeah, you have to overcome that one. Every teenage girl is getting pregnant. The church is very quiet. Yeah. Without any control, by 25, you have three children. And three different fathers. One foreigner, two locals. One, my friend, and two locals. <laughs> Somebody say amen. If your neighbor is not smiling, tell your neighbor, I suspect you. I suspect you. I suspect you. 25, Kobe. 25 years. Three children. One, my friend, two locals. And you say local is lacquer. So. Yeah. 
But this year you are overcoming. With faith, you will overcome these challenges. That the world will not influence you. Have strong influence on you. You will rather have influence over your world. In your office, everybody is gossiping about the boss. But by faith, you say, hey, I will not be like this. Number two. Victory over sin. Victory over sin. Victory. The greatest problem in this world is not poverty. It's sin. Hebrews 11, I'm reading from 24. Bible says, By faith, Moses, when he was come of years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Even the Bible says that sin is pleasurable. I mean, it is true. Many people say, why do people go to the nightclub? You go to the nightclub, you will see why they go. No, 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 no. Go to the nightclub, you will see why they go. When you see the lights and hear the sound, the quality of the sound and the music and they are jamming to 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 Ah! And the different colors in the light. And they have a particular light. It is, uh, you don't know whether it is black or it is white. But it's black and white. When it starts moving around, everybody becomes a good dancer at once. Because every move you make, the light seems to... The lights make it a certain way you see. You will see that going to the nightclub is nice. And everybody is beautiful. I mean, the, you don't need makeup. Everybody is beautiful in the nightclub. A lot of people become surprised the next day. Huh? <laughs> is that you? But the pleasure is for a season. Yeah. So, I got my pay on Friday. I'm going to go jamming with all the girls in town. Wonderful. You will enjoy it. Going from club to club and from spot to spot. You will enjoy it. But by Monday, you will be broke. It's for what? A season. That was the life of the prodigal son. When his father gave him everything that he had, he took his journey to a a far country. And then the Bible says, and there he wasted his life on routers living. Just look, his money lasted for just one verse in the Bible. One verse. After that, Bible says, and when he had spent all, there arose, not even the verse. Even there is money finished in the second half of the verse. Yeah, he finished. But when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land. He was suddenly broke. 
I'm sure when he was dancing with Japanese girls, Chinese girls, Indian girls, Ethiopian girls, his brother was looking at him and saying, wow, my brother is jamming. He would check him out on Instagram. When he puts his status on Facebook and he looks at him and he's jamming, and he's jamming with the his brother would be saying, wow, my brother is really chilling. He's living the life. But by the next verse, he was broke. So sin, the pleasure of sin, is just a short while. But its ramifications are a lot. It could last you a lifetime. Any mistake you have made that has been chasing you for years, today marks the last day of it. The Bible says, by faith, Moses, he looked at sin and he said, I refuse it. This year, may you be able to say, I refuse it. There's somebody here today, you must call your blesser and tell the blesser, I refuse you. You can't say amen next time. By faith. If you don't believe in what you can't see, you can't wake up and go and tell your blesser who's paying your rent, clothing you. Without him, you'll be naked. You'll be like when God created Adam and Eve. And look at him and say, brother, I refuse you. You can't. You have to believe in the supernatural. You have to believe. Victory over sin. Some of us have struggled with sin for a long time, but this year may you have victory over it. Sometimes it's one particular sin. Hebrews 12 says we are encompassed by such a great cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside the sin. The sin. The sin that easily does beset us. So there's a particular sin. Some, for some of us it's anger. For some of us it's fornication. For some of us it's stealing. For some of us it's telling lies. But as soon, you can be tempted with cigarettes, you will never smoke. But when you are tempted with speaking the truth, ah, but this year you must rise up and say, I refuse to be a liar. I will speak the truth and get into trouble. I prefer it. Moses said, I would rather suffer affliction than to be called the daughter, the son of Pharaoh's daughter. The king's daughter. Yeah. Very super privileged. I mean, you are from the I mean you are from the Mandela family. No. He said no. Number three. Victory over the devil. This year you have victory over the devil. I said victory over the devil. Bible says, Revelation 12, the Bible says, and there was war in heaven. Revelation 12, 7. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought with his angels and prevailed not. Neither was was their place found in heaven anymore. And the great dragon was cast down. That old serpent called the devil and Satan. He that deceiveth the whole world 
was cast down and his angels cast out, cast down onto the earth and his angels with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of the brethren that accused day and night has been cast down. And the Bible says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. This year you overcome the devil. Yeah. Sometimes some of the things we are going through is a demonic attack. So Paul said, our wrestle is not with flesh and blood, but it's with principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. These are the people we are battling with. Sometimes you look at some of the problems. The problems are so complicated that it can only be a demonic attack. Sometimes when you, when you tell the person, this is a demonic attack, they don't believe it. So, pastor, you are being spooky. Spooky? You are on the demonic attack. Look, one day Jesus was passing and he saw a tree and he wanted to have some fruit. He was feeling hungry a little. He wanted to have some fruit. When he went to the tree, there was nothing on the tree. I would say he went, if happily, he may have fruit of it. When he had nothing, he cursed the tree. He cursed the Bible says when they came the next day, the tree was withered. So, Pastor, but if you, if you want to have fruit, then the Bible even says for the time of fig was not yet. So, it wasn't the season for fig to grow. He cursed the tree. I'm sure Peter, James, and John were saying, Hey, Jesus, you are extreme. If it's not time for mangoes, why do you want to have mangoes? Don't you understand that there are seasons? There's the mango season, then there's the apple season, then you don't know. But he cursed. The Bible said, When they came the next day, the tree was withered and dead. Yeah. Sometimes it's demonic problems. Sometimes one marriage, one, one issue over, it can never go away. It can never go away. It, it can ne- Sometimes it's a demon. Sometimes it's a demon. You have to cast that demon out. Yeah. Sometimes it's a, sometimes you are de- one husband, he's beating you. Ah. You know what he says? He loves you. Beating you. Ah. Hey. I mean, if he's really you see, if he's really in his right mind, why would he even beat you? So it's one of two things. Either it's a mental problem or it's a demonic problem. Yeah, and most of the time, it's a demonic problem or both. It's a demonic problem. It's something you have to cast it out. Cast it out. This year you will receive power. To overcome the devil. Amen. One day I was there, a guy came to see me. He told me, Pastor, when I sleep, I feel things moving in my head. It's like when I'm when I'm awake, I'm fine. But when I'm asleep, I feel things moving. It's like they are moving in my head. So I look at him and I just said, It's because you have a bad haircut. Uh, uh, uh. Then I said, but seriously, you are under a demonic attack. 
So I laid my hands on his head and I prayed with him. He told me, so he cannot sleep. So it's like when he sees, then he wake up. So he's mostly awake. So when you see him every day, he looks tired. A 24, 25 year old guy looks like 42. Always tired. Laid my hands on his head. Prayed with him. Then I told him, I said, tomorrow you will sleep. When you go tonight, you will sleep and you will miss your transport to work. He was laughing, but was serious. He went, he slept. When he woke up, it was nine o'clock. His transport had left him. Left him. Left him. One day I was there, a lady called me. She said, Pastor, where my bed is in my room, I feel that there's somebody in the wall, where the, the end of the, where my head is. I feel that there's somebody inside the wall. And anytime we are asleep, I feel like he's coming out of the wall. I said, really? I said, don't worry, we'll come to that house. So eventually we went to that house. She showed me, she said, I think I saw the person standing here. And it's like the person's trying to come out of the wall. So we took a bottle of oil, we prayed over the oil, and we sprinkled it on the wall. Up to today, the person is locked in the wall or this. We don't know where he has gone. We have not heard of that problem again. Up to today. Again. Up to today. Up to today. May, look, the devil is oppressing. One of the main things the devil likes is for you not to notice that he's at work. Look, any problem I have, the first thing I, the first person I attack is the devil. Yeah. I can't find my phone. I bind the devil first. Because usually I find my phone. I can't find my shoe. I bind the spirit that is working against it. You'll be surprised. That's it. The devil wants you to think that this is just a natural occurrence. That, oh, but you know, people lose their money all the time. Or people lose their cars all the time. Or, no, 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 no. I bind the devil. May you have power to overcome the devil. This year, when they are looking for, you'll be like an exorcist. Do you know who an exorcist is? Somebody who deals in spirits, cast out spirits. They'll be calling you from house to house. Yeah. Sometimes the, the demons are, have a legal right to be there. Sometimes some things that have been done. You know, some of you, some of, okay, some of us, let me stay at us. Some of us have doubled in San Gomez and all kinds of things. And you think the, the spirits have forgotten. And they've come to collect. They have come to collect. Yeah. You have gone to look in a pot with a snake with three heads. You have gone to look in the pot. You think it's nine years so they have forgotten. They have not forgotten. They are coming to collect. Come to collect. Yeah. 
may you have deliverance today in the name of Jesus. Today, as we take communion, every contract you have with any demonic force, by your doing, knowing to you, unknown to you, may it be broken today in the name of Jesus. Look, recently I had a similar case like that. Somebody was sick. The person had been taken to a sangoma. And then the person's child came to me. Let us believe God. Let's pray. I said, look, your mother has gone to the sangoma by her own will. By her own will. It makes even the case a more complex case. So I, I said, give me communion. Because that's the only thing. It's only blood that can buy her back. So I said, give me communion. Let's have communion. Let's believe God. Let's pray for your mother. We had communion, believe God, and pray for the mother. The mother came back home. Yeah, just this December, the mother came back home. Yeah. May every satanic force that is controlling your life be broken. Amen. Number four. I hear my time is up. Victory over health issues. Over health these are the areas you should expect victories, a series of victories in. Health issues. Health issues. Look, we spent some money on somebody recently and the person was saying thank you and I was telling my sister that we should be grateful that we spent it for a happy occasion. We could have spent the money for funeral, we didn't give it to the doctor, we didn't give it to the mechanic, but we spent it on our brother. It's a good thing. We don't even need him to say thank you, it's a good thing. This year you will not be paying hospital bills. (sighs) James chapter 5 verse 13, the Bible says is any among you afflicted? says, let him pray. Anytime you are afflicted, this year you should be a person of prayer. Any type of affliction is something that makes you uncomfortable, worried, insecure, unsafe. He said, let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Then he says, is any sick amongst you? Let him call the elders of the church and let them pray, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And Christ shall raise him. If he has committed any sin, he shall be forgiven. Then 16 says, confess your faults one to another. And pray one for another that he be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. Listen. Sometimes our, our sickness is because of our sin. No, when you sin, sin makes you sick. What was the song that used to sing? I've been sick because of sin. Something like that. Goodbye, James. No more, James. There's a lyric like that. You think you don't remember? Okay, come, come, come. How does it go? How does that part go? How does that part go? I feel sick because I've sinned. My hands are covered in so much blood. You remember that part, ne? Yeah. Sometimes it's because of sin. Sometimes sin makes you sick. Sometimes too, you are just sick. Natural causes. 
the weather, changing the weather, viruses, bacteria, germs, other types of agents of sickness. One of the agents of sickness is also sin. Yeah. It's also sin. But it says, if you are sick, call the elders. Let them pray. And the prayer of faith will heal. And if you have committed any sin, you'll be forgiven. Today, receive forgiveness of sins. May we not have today you are sick, tomorrow this, tomorrow that. Tomorrow. As we take communion, believe God for total healing. Yeah. yeah, total healing. Total healing. Look, I remember before I got married, it was hospital, out of hospital, back to hospital, out of hospital, back to hospital, out. In and out of hospital. Then I got married. After I got married, in fact, when I was going to get married, the doctor told me to come back after the ceremony because he released me to be able to go for the ceremony because we have paid everything. I mean, if I'm not there, it won't be nice. I mean, can you imagine you have come for a wedding, the groom is not there. (laughs) It's not a good message. So he released me to go and get married. So I went to get married. With the aim that, oh, he will come back. Up to today, I've not seen the doctor again. Yeah, I've not seen the doctor again. May it be your story. Yeah. May it be your story. Victory in your health. Number five, victory in your finances. I close with this one. This year, may you be financially victorious. The Bible says in John chapter 6, in John chapter 6, Jesus is met up with a complex financial problem. And he has people with him who are hungry and he needed to feed them. This is where Jesus fed the 5,000 people. Bible says he, he told his disciples, what, do we, what can we give to these guys? And one of his disciples says, even if we use money, we have to go and buy food. It will not be enough for them so Jesus asks his disciples to get them to settle down. Sometimes you don't see the solution to your problem because there's too much, too much, so much clutter and, and chaos around you. You just have to settle down a bit. When you settle down, you will see that, hey, things are not as complicated as they look. And when they were set, the Bible says Jesus took up, took the loaves and the fishes. And, he, and when he had thanked God, verse 11, he gave it to his disciples. He distributed it to his disciples and then they distributed it to them that were set down. And when they had finished eating, he said, gather up the fragments that remain that none be lost. And the Bible says, when they gathered them up, they had 12 baskets full. Extra. This year, may every money that comes to you have this effect. May the power of God be upon the money so that it will have this effect. When you look at the money on face value, cannot even take you to the end of the month. But once the power of God comes upon it, oh. My my mom was telling me a few days ago that my little brother, my little brother just got married last weekend. Um, and 
my mom was telling me that this wedding has been a miracle. And she was saying that when she saw the things that he wanted to do, even she, she was scared. Yeah. And even me, when I saw the wedding, I said, wow. Thank God I'm already married. (laughs) Marriage must be very expensive nowadays. It was cheaper in the time of um, Tabunbeke. Now it's very expensive. When I saw the ceremony, I said, even the reception, my God. Hmm. Even the Lobola negotiations, I said, I'm just happy I'm married because if this is the standard, then, but my mother told me, when she asked him, so where are you going to get money for this? Then he would say, somebody will pay for it. The money will come. The money will come. Hey! The boy married in our pockets clean. He married with faith. Yeah. Clean. With faith. You, you know when you are doing something, you don't have money for it. You try to do it small so that if this person helps, no. Go big or go home. I'm telling you. Yeah, and by the time, by the Saturday, he was not owing anybody. By the wedding, he was not owing anybody. Now, what was coming in was like his prophet. <laughs> May you make profit this year. By faith. He believed. He just, he just, somebody, there will be a miracle. My, as for my pocket, it cannot. And he, he didn't want to marry now because he said he's unemployed. And we said you must marry now. So if you say I should marry, then it's up to you. It's up to you. <laughs> it's up to you. That will be your story. How are you going to build up your faith? Bible says faith comes by hearing. Hearing of the word of God. This year you must be an addict to podcast. As you hear other people's stories, you become encouraged. As you hear other things that God has done, you become encouraged. People in your situation who have died will discourage you. And that's what you will hear from the world. But when you come to the Bible, you begin to hear people who are in your situation but are still living up to now. Then you become encouraged. Faith comes by hearing. As we sit and we hear the promises of God, you become encouraged. Your faith is built up. Say, oh God, if he did it for you, then he can do it for me. If he did it for me, then he can do it for me. Yeah. Look, this story I've heard of the girl who's getting married in June, I'm so encouraged. I'm so, so, enca- I mean, 40 and old. Oh, then it will happen to you. Yeah, I'm so encouraged. When I, I heard it at the airport on Friday. When I heard it, I said, wow. If it's happening, I told my wife, this wedding, we must go for it. Yeah, if it's happening, then it will happen to you. Yeah. Build up your faith. Build up your faith by hearing, hearing, hearing. 
And number two, what builds up your faith is prayer. This year be a prayerful person. One day Jesus told the disciples some things. The things were so difficult. They said, Lord, increase our faith. One of the prayers is you pray, Lord, increase my faith. Increase my faith. Increase my faith. Yeah. Maybe last year you planned a couple of things. Things that didn't materialize the way believe God this year. They say, Lord, increase my faith. Some of you, what you need for your life to make progress is a radical turnaround. Radical 180 degrees turnaround of your life. And when you look at what it will cost you to do that turnaround, you look at it and you say, my God, what you will lose as you turn around. But have faith. Moses was losing all the privileges he was was having as a royal to start with. An Egyptian, because if you are not an Egyptian, you were a slave. And then, apart from losing his citizenship, he was going to lose being the king's son. But he said, I refuse. I will lose it and suffer affliction with the children of God. It takes faith to make such a move. And one of the prayers will be, Lord, increase my faith. Help me to believe. I've not seen, but let me believe. I have not seen, but let me believe. Help me to believe. I pray that as we walk into the year, oh, your faith will be stirred up in a wild way so that you can see all these things come to pass. Stand to your feet, let's share a word of prayer as we close. Lift your hands and just pray to the Lord quickly as we close. Pray quickly, say, Lord, increase my faith. As I walk into a year of victories, increase my faith. 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 Pasilo pakasipa. Increase my faith. Increase my faith. Lord, increase my faith. Increase my faith, O oh God. Make me a hearer of your word that my faith will be built up. Faith will be built up. Help me, Lord. Help me, O God. Help me, O Lord. Help me, O God. Help me. Draw me close to you. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. As we go even through the fast this month, purpose in your heart that you will be part of it fully throughout the 21 days of prayer and fasting you will be part of it you will be part of it so you will, you will pray that your prayers will ascend into heaven hey pastor I'm not the prayerful type it's a good time to start it's a good season to start it's a good season to start it's a good season to start Now
this year, my prayer for you is that you will draw close to God. Bring me back to you. Lift your hands. All I ever needed. You're all I am. Completed. You're all I want. Help me know. Help me know you.
thank you that our faith overcomes the world. Thank you that our faith overcomes sin. Thank you that our faith overcomes the devil. Thank you that our faith overcomes health problems. Thank you that our faith overcomes problems with poverty. Give us victory in all these areas. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. Increase our faith, Lord. Help us to believe in what we can't see. Help us to believe in the supernatural. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. Have your way. In Jesus name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Oh, this year is a good year. I said this year is a good year. You will see victory in so many areas. I believe it with all my heart. We will see impossible things happen this year. Yeah, through Christ Jesus. Wonderful. You are here today. You are not born again. Maybe somebody invited you to church. Or you are just looking for a church to go to and you came in today. But you know in your heart that you are not born again. It means if you die, you will go to hell. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. I want to pray this prayer with you before we leave this place. So that when you die, you will not go to hell. The Bible says God loved the world so much. He sent his only son to die for us. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God wants you to have everlasting life. It's one of the victories we will have. The last victory I wanted to share with you is victory over death. This step guarantees you victory over death. Yeah. So I want to pray with you. You know in your heart, you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to be born again. Every eye closed, every head bowed. I want you to lift up your right hand with me. I want to pray with you and say, Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. With every eye closed and every head bowed, lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Lift your hand high above your head. I want to pray with you, Pastor. I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift your right hand. I want to pray with you, Pastor, please. I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift your right hand. I want to pray with you. If your hand is up, please come to me. I'll pray with you quickly. You lifted up your right hand. Come to me. I'll pray with you quickly. Come to me. You lifted up your right hand. My brother, come to me. I'll pray with you. Don't worry. Just boldly come to me. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Wonderful. Pray this prayer with me. It's your prayer. We just want to support you to pray. Look at me, please. And pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe with my heart that you died for me and you rose again. I confess you, Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for these two. Fill them with your spirit. 
in the name Jesus. Amen. What's your name, brother? Liaman. Liaman. Wow. Powerful. And you? Timothy. Wow. Liana and Timothy. Wow. Put your hands together for them, for us. Well, Liama and Timothy, um, our brother and sister over there, they have something special they want to give to you quickly, and then you come back to your seats, all right? So please go with them. Hallelujah. How many of you are excited about the year we are in? Wow, great. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, Contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.